Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. listeners welcome to another episode another stream of thinking outside the boombox your number one source for hip-hop and r&b news my name is ahmad and i am your host as you can see joining me in the studio long long time guest of the pod got the homie my cousin joe g say what up to the fam what's good fam his first first appearance on the stream you know what i'm saying (laughs) so you know we already out here um Actually, hold on. Let me change the title of the stream because it's already got last week's title on there. That's crazy. Um, so we are here to start the tournament. It is March, and you know, although coronavirus and all that might be canceling the March Madness tournament, it's not canceling the Thinking Outside the Boombox tournament at all. Yes, sir. We're still out here. We're getting it done. <laughs> so last week, um. I talked about and I introduced a tournament, uh, the best hip hop albums of the 2010s decade tournament. And so essentially there were a short list of about 50 albums. I trimmed that down to like 36. Um, And then I ranked those by a lot of different criteria. So there's the Critics' Choice Conference, which is ranked by Critic Score on Metacritic. There's the Fan Love Conference, which is ranked by uh, User Score on Metacritic. Um, and there were four playing games to decide which uh, albums would make it into the tournament. So I believe the, the albums that moved on was Watch the Throne, uh, K.O.D., Nothing was the same. Um, and 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Uh, and so now we're in the first week 
of the tournament. Uh, Joe is here, and we're going to discuss the Critics' Choice Conference. Um, And so essentially, we're going to discuss every matchup uh, on the left side of the bracket. And actually, let me pull the bracket up for you all so you can see it. Boom, there it is right there. So on the Critics' Choice Conference, we have the Poverty's Paradise Division, which was the first album to win a Best Rap Album uh, Grammy. And so that's To Pimp a Butterfly at the one, Damn at the two, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy at the three, Coloring Book at the four, Invasion of Privacy at the five, Igor at the six, Take Care at the seven, and and the eight seed was eliminated in the playing game. So Watch the Throne made it in at the nine seed. Absolutely. As it should. As it should, especially over recovery by Eminem. I was like, are we really going to do this right now? But anyway, continue. So so those albums are are matching up this week. We're going to discuss which ones move on to the second round. Um, They're all, besides Watch the Throne, because it made it in the play-in, they're all Grammy winners of the Best Rap Album category. Then we have the Blueprint Division, which was named after the Blueprint because Jay-Z is one of the most nominated uh, artists for the Best Rap Album category, but he's only won it once. So kind of a always a bridesmaid, never a bride situation there. So I figured I'd name this division of nominees of that category after one of Jay-Z's most popular albums. So at the one C, we got Good Kid, Mad City. At the two, we got Undone by The Roots. The three is Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody. The four is How I Got Over by The Roots. The five is Daytona by Pusha T. Six, Astroworld, Travis Scott. Seven, Flower Boy, Tyler Creator. And then again, the eighth seed was eliminated in this division. And the ninth seed, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, made it uh, into, uh, into the bracket. So in the Critics' Choice Conference, both of the eight seeds, Recovery by Eminem and 444 by Jay-Z, which was a very close, that one versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive, it was close. Now, but, I can see that being tough. I can but see it, that being it just, tough. it didn't make it. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the bracket. You see what we're talking about today. Let's mm-hmm. let's get the camera back on. Um, so uh, let me kind of discuss the judging criteria. So there's five categories that we are going to discuss for each album, for each matchup to decide what moves on to the second round. First is success. That's not really a debatable category. It's just which album sold the most units. Um, and I think Friday Night Lights was the only mixtape in the in the bracket mm. where I had to do like some conversions for downloads, but it got eliminated last week. So I don't think we'll have to do that anymore. I think everything that's left is an album um, has been sold at some point. So we don't have to do any conversions. It's just, look, did you sell more than this other album? If not... This album gets the point. So that's not debatable. That's just whoever sold the most gets that. That's what it is. Yep. (laughs) Second is achievements. And so all of the rest of these categories, we're going to, you know, debate over them until we come to a consensus. But if we don't come to a consensus, we have a tiebreaker later toward the end that we can use. But achievements is like the way I thought of it was Grammys, Billboard uh, records. 
And so um, we can, you know, discuss what we which album we think should win that and try to bring one the other person over to the other side. But if not, then we'll just call it um, standout songs. So originally, and I talked about this last week, this was going to be most standout songs. But what it's actually going to be is the best batch of standout songs. So I'm going to have my list per album of this. These are the standout songs for this album. He's going to have his list. Uh, all the songs that are in common, great. Where they differ, um, we're going to have a conversation to try to convince the other person over to our side for those songs. But at the end of the conversation, if we haven't convinced them, just the songs that are in common are the ones that we're going to use to go up against the other album. And then the best batch of songs is the one that will move on rather than the one with the most songs because the way I saw it was, you know... You could have nine standout songs on a 30 song album and Daytona will only have seven songs on it. So you're likely to have more standout songs than Daytona. But if we take the best batch, then it becomes about quality. And I think that's kind of the conversation that we want to have anyway. So that's that. Cohesion, which album you know, felt more like a complete album, a consistent theme rather than just a bunch of songs that were put together. Um, Which one had standout songs distributed like evenly throughout the album. So you had some hits in the beginning, some hits at the end. It was a very consistent project. And then Legacy. So that's where we talk about how has the album held up over the years? Is the album still as good as it was back then? Is it still a great album now? And for the albums that came out within the past three years where their legacy isn't really, you can't really discuss their legacy because they just came out. Then we can talk about impact and like try to predict what their legacy would be like. Because you can kind of talk about legacy based on how big of a deal it was when it came out. So those are the five categories um, that we're going to use um and so yeah so officially let's start the dig deeper segment and so let me run the video boom all right perfect so, all right, let me just change this vibe title before we start. Uh, the Critics Choice Conference. Round one. Boom. All right, we are all set. So, let's start with the Poverty's Paradise Division. Um, And we're going to kind of go in the order, not, we're going to go the 1 8, the 4 5, the 2 7, the 3 6 matchup. Gotcha. Because then we'll kind of know what the next round's matchups will be, like right in that order. Cool. So,. First up, let's see what we got here. Let me get my notes together. First up, we have the one seed to Pimp a Butterfly versus the nine seed, Watch the Throne. This is 
tough. <laughs> Out the gate, tough, tough. Yeah, tough. this is this is this is a real one right here. It's a real one. Okay. So let's talk success first because that's that's easy. Go ahead, run them numbers. Run them numbers. To Pimp a Butterfly has sold at least one million units. Okay. Watch the Throne has sold at least one point five seven three million units. So Watch the Throne takes that one. Okay. And so and you know this success category <laughs> is tough because like yeah. these aren't completely accurate numbers, but they're as accurate as we can get them because of how numbers are reported. But it's likely both of these have sold more than the numbers that was last reported for the public to see. But this is all we have to go on. Absolutely. Like, like pimp to butter to pimp a butterfly. Got a platinum record. That means it sold a million. Right. Watch the Throne also got a platinum record, but there was also a report later than that that updated the numbers to that 1.573. So we got to go by the latest numbers. Watch the Throne takes a 1-0 lead right off the bat. I don't like that. <laughs> Dope, but so all right. I don't want to stop you over everything, but no, I think ahead. it says something that Kanye and Jay-Z in their prime mm-hmm. Or fresh off their prime, because we can debate on when Jay Z was actually in his prime from his extremely long career. Yep, yep. But definitely Kanye in his prime. Oh yeah, he just he just came off of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. All like right. he had released it like maybe a few months, before. like a few months before. It was something crazy. So I just feel like, dang, that's that's already tough to go against. It is uh, Kendrick, but I'll it is. let you continue. I'll let you continue. That's just how I had to put out there. I'll let you finish the numbers. So, so let's talk achievements. Let's move on to the achievements category. Now, I'll let you start with this one because, like, as I mentioned, like I did like a bunch of like three categories within the achievement one. So, what what did you have? Who who walks away with the achievement category? I would say, and this is for my opinion. Uh-huh. Okay, this is my opinion. Achievement will have to go to Watch the Throne. Interesting. Be- because I would say. You go to any sporting event, uh-huh. you will hear at least two Watch the Throne songs. Mm, okay. And that's okay. what I think about it. Like, if I go to the list for Watch the Throne and I go to a basketball game, like like I did last week, for uh-huh. example, I heard Ham, I heard the the instrumental in the No Church in the Wild. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? And who gonna stop me? Mm. And so it's just like mm. Do I hear Kendrick songs that much? Now, now, let me give you a rebuttal here. Rebuttal, rebuttal. Is that because we were in Chicago? Now, Ooh. Kanye Kanye is a Chicago artist, and I know for a fact that United Center doesn't feel about Kanye the way that some of us feel about Kanye now. <laughs> they always playing Kanye songs. So, you know, you was at a Bulls game. You're right. They're going right. to play some Kanye songs. Right. Who knows I, I if... I wasn't in Cali. I wasn't in Cali. Exactly. We, we would could, be all right. Probably would have been playing. Exactly. You could go to a Warriors <laughs> game, and you might hear Humble just playing during the halftime That's or during weird. the timeout. So it might be relative, but I I do see what you're saying. That that's okay. So I kind of took that into account. Okay. Not, okay. Not, I didn't take what you said to account, oh, gotcha, but I gotcha. took <laughs> the fact that like okay, like what is being used for commercials? Mm. What is being used mm. in entertainment on a regular basis? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I just feel like it. It sounds unfair, but I think Kendrick had his his time. Where, okay. All right, and the songs from this album. We're in commercials and when it was in, mm. had his time and everything. Okay. And that is why I gave it to, to Watch the Throne. Okay. In terms of just like staying power, okay. success, and when I hear it, I hear it more often. All right. So let me give you some facts. Oh, let me give you some facts. The facts are going to kill me. <laughs> they are. They, they really are. They're about to. So let's start with Grammys. Okay. Um, 
So when when doing Grammys, I consider uh, Grammy album nominations because this is an album tournament. But I also look at songs from that album that got Grammy nominations. Right. So most of the albums, uh, most of the songs uh, and albums from the this tournament will be eligible for the three rap song Grammys there are and the one rap album Grammy. So best rap album is the album Grammy. And then songs is like best rap song, best rap performance and like best sung rap duo, something like that. Right. But then there's also ones who are eligible for those bigger Grammys, like album of the year, record of the year, song of the year. Got it. So, uh, watch the throne, two Grammy album nominations um, no wins. Mm-hmm. Five Grammy song nominations, four wins. Okay. To Pimp a Butterfly, two Grammy album nominations. One of them being Album of the Year, yep. that big one, mm-hmm. and one win. Plus six Grammy song nominations. One of them being Song of the Year, five wins. Um, also, it won a Best Music Video nomination, but I wasn't sure if you should count that. Yeah. So at the end of that, I was like, I think To Pimp a Butterfly is winning Definitely. by a little bit. Definitely. Because one, they were not, it was nominated for more serious Grammys, and it won uh, more Grammys. It won six out of, let me see, five, one, six out of eight, while Watch the Throne won like four out of six. So I gave Pimple Butterfly like a short leave. Like okay. the first quarter ended, they're up by three. Gotcha. Like it's, it's that type of thing. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So Billboard, both of them debuted at number one. So that's a wash. To Pimple Butterfly was on the charts for 125 weeks. Watch the Throne was on the charts for 66 weeks. Interesting. Yep. Dang. So then I was like, okay, it's halftime. They up by seven. To Pimple Butterfly is up by seven. Right. Let's see what the records do. And this is where it kind of ran away with it to Pippa Butterfly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Watch the Throne, the only records it really broke were it had the biggest one week digital tally for a rap album and it broke the iTunes store uh, one week sales record. That was it. Okay. So I was like, all right, that's a big deal. To Pippa Butterfly was streamed 9.6 million times in the first day on Spotify, setting that record for a first day globally. Um... In the 26 years since there has been multiple rap categories at the Grammys. So the first the first time there was more than one rap category was in 1991 at the 33rd Grammys. Okay. Kendrick in that in the 26 years since then has become the first to sweep all four of the rap categories solely off music from his own album. So for some context, in 2001 Eminem swept but it was because he was featured on Forgot About Dre by Dr. Dre. It's not really a song from his album. Couldn't count it. Kanye swept in 2012, but Otis was in there. So it's like, technically, that's Kanye and Jay-Z's song. Um, Kanye almost swept five categories in 2008, but Good Life lost to Umbrella. Lil Wayne almost swept five categories in 2009, but Got Money lost to American Boy. Kendrick, however, went to Pimp a Butterfly, was nominated, won all four the three song categories, all from Tempa, To Pimp a Butterfly, and it won the best rap album. Um, and the number of categories that the rap uh, categories has had the Grammys has fluctuated from like two to six. So him winning four out of four was kind of a big deal. Yeah. 
So combining all that together for me, I was like, to pimp a butterfly, it, it wins the achievements. It it's just win. it's racked up more. That's fair. So the series is tied one to one. If you agree that to pimp a butterfly wins the achievement, if it not, we can wins just the achievement. I don't know how okay. I can make a definitive <laughs> argument over all of that, bro. Okay, okay. It definitely won that one. It okay, did. so we'll we'll agree there. It's tied one to one. Okay. Uh, all right, standout tracks. Let's do this. Let me get my list up. <laughs> Let me get my list up. Now I will say I have the number here. Um, from when we were counting which one had more so i'll just say i had seven for watch the throne and i had nine for to pimp a butterfly so to pimp a butterfly would have won in the the old format where we were just going head to head but since we're taking the better batch we can have that conversation okay so i'll say and i'll actually take some notes here uh, about our the ones we had in common so the ones i had for watch the throne okay niggas in paris mm-hmm. otis Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. New day. Who gonna stop me? Murder to excellence and why I love you. Okay. Um, so what did you have? How many did you have? First off, I had. I didn't. I didn't put it in there. So oh, you didn't. Have, okay, so just let list. Me, let me list the, list me the me ones list you have, and I'll highlight the ones we had in common. No church in a while. Okay. Niggas in Paris. Okay. Otis. Uh huh. Gotta have it. Is okay. that four? That's four. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, welcome to the jungle. Mm. Who gonna stop me? And uh, ham. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so we have four in common. Niggas in Paris. Otis gotta have it. Who gonna stop me? Right. You had no ham. Church. No church in the wild. And welcome to the jungle. I had new day. Murder to excellence. Why I love you. So we both had seven. We just had a different seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of the best way for us to. How to do are you this. gonna? Co- it's like we are tied. So I, you gonna convince me to take three, your extra three, or to make it? Wait, mm. are you gonna convince me? So to take your extra three. How is this gonna work? We have to look at to pimp a butterfly first, right? Uh, no. So let's <laughs> let's let's square up. Watch the throne. So we have the ones that we have in common, and then we'll. And then we'll move on to to Pimp a Butterfly. Okay. So, of the of the three that I had that you didn't have, the ones that I am most ready to fight for are New Day and Murder to Excellence. Why I Love You was kind of like it kind of snuck in there at the end for me. Okay. Um, but I'm willing to let it go. Okay. New Day, Murder to Excellence. One New Day, I thought that was just a dope song. One, it had that like, I think it was like a Nina Simone sample. It had Kanye and Jay-Z talking about uh, them having kids in the future. They didn't have no kids at the time. Which is crazy. Right. It aged well. Yep. That's yep. I, I get that. Yep. I it's, get that. And so they were talking about how they wanted their kids to be treated in the media. It was a nice introspective song from both of them. The verses were tight. The The production was kind of somber and nice. And I was like, that was one of my favorite songs from the album. So I was like, New Day, that's got to go on. Murder to Excellence, just the bars. The bars, the bars were so... bars was tough on there. And that production... Okay, so, man, I don't want to... Okay, so... Hmm, I, don't, I don't see how you can't have no church in a while. Like It was close. It was close. I, I just... So here's the thing. We'll, we'll, we'll go over yours. Mm-hmm. I can make an argument for New Day. Okay. 
like I can accept, I can lay down my sword for New Day. <laughs> okay. In terms of going into battle. Uh huh. Um. I'm trying to think if I were really, if I were really, I know. Don't get me wrong; it's a really good album. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think about if I really play the other song that much, like on oh, my murdered head. excellence. Yeah, mm. like when I listen to the album, am I looking for it? Am I like ooh, or is this like oh, okay? I I don't feel like touching my phone in my pocket. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'll I'll leave New Day. I'll, okay, I'll accept. New I'll take Day that. Right I'll now, take that without wasting too much time. All right, so New Day, New Day makes it into our comment. Yeah. Now, so you had No Church in the Wild, Welcome to the Jungle, and Ham. Cause, yeah, because they're all hype beats. So I would, I would say, like, I'll put it like this. Those three songs, um, this is not making a strong case for it, mm-hmm. but those three songs do well at the gym. That's at fair. sporting events. That's fair. So, like, that is why I was just like, okay... If my thing is on shuffle, I literally never skip these songs mm. if I'm at the gym. Or if I need, like, it's been too many slow songs, I'm not going to change it from these songs. You know what I mean? Okay. I also feel like Ham and No Church in a While aged very well. <sighs> I think it did. I think. See, it- I agree with you about No Church in a While. I'm willing to put No Church in a While in here. That's all I needed was one. Ham... <laughs> Ham, one, I, I, I didn't really like Welcome basic. to the Jungle, so I, I can't even speak up. I, I just didn't like that song the at reason all. Why, this is about to sound really bad, <laughs> bro. The reason why I I can pass on No Church in a while, I mean, Welcome to the Jungle, is because it's a Swiss Beats. Mm. It's kind of annoying. Okay. You know I mean, that's I mean? one of the reasons why I don't like it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, uh, it's, like, it's a classic Because he's, just, he's talking throughout the entire and he's talking, song. <laughs> And, and and the thing about ham is I just like I maybe I like the phrase welcome to the jungle more mm. than like actually the song. Yeah. I just kinda like using it. You know what I I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Ham, the bars weren't crazy, but no. they were exceptional. I think they were above average for, for them too. And I think that it's a it's a very hype song. Yeah. I love acronyms. <laughs> it's about to say like some of these sports I'm gonna make it sounds like super remedial, uh-huh. but those are the things that catch me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to think about it like around the time the song came out, let's say 2011, 2012, because it was mm-hmm. it was a single, and so that's why I'm giving it that age of 2011. Like based on that time, ham was used a lot. True. Ham was used a lot, and around that time, when I'm just going back mentally. I sang this song a lot. And that's kind of like what I did for most of these albums on here. I kind of put myself back to where it came out. And not looking at it like as a 2020 song. Think of it from 2020 back to 2012 instead of just being like, we're in 2020 and I'm going to judge it real harsh. See, see, so so I did the opposite. So I did consider how I felt about the song in the time. Mm -hmm. But for it to be a standout track to me, it still had to stand out for me. Right. And so Ham for for me, just like like if I watch Watch the Throne, especially because Ham was at the end, it was like a bonus track. I probably would. I just won't even. I won't even let it play through. But I'm willing to give you Ham and No Church in the Wild because I thought about Ham and I recognized that Ham was like a super popular song from the album. And phrase. a lot of people like it. And <laughs> so I'm willing to give you Ham and I'm willing to give you No Church in the Wild because I considered it 
Um, but at the end of the day, I, I just left it off. But like, I could have been persuaded on no church in a while. So I'll give you that. Okay. So we have, I think we're we still ended with seven, which is good. So we got niggas in Paris, Otis, gotta have it, New Day, who gonna stop me? Ham, no church in a while. I'm cool with seven. this. All right. So let's talk about the pimp a butterfly. Let's go. Uh, what? Which ones did you have? I had. Okay, I will. I will start with this. Like this is like one of my favorite albums. Okay. Like, okay. okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't talk about this, but like I think Tabimba Butterfly has the chance to go all the way. I man, if I had to choose, and we won't talk about the other conference. We'll stick Critics Choice. Yeah. If I had to choose, I think that in this conference it's going to be My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fancy versus Tabimba Butterfly to see who goes on That's to the my, final. So, and that's why. Okay, we'll get to yeah, twisted uh, beef with our twisted yeah, because those because just looking at this like those are I think the two best, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll it's see. how it shakes out. Might be some upsets. We'll see. So, so which what were your standout tracks from To Pimp a Butterfly? I hope this don't sound crazy, but no, I had, don't look. I had nine. So okay, okay, don't, oh, don't, okay, okay. Don't. I ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> I had seven again. Okay, so I had Wesley's Theory. Okay, I had King Kunta. Clearly, okay. I had you. All right. Um. Man, Black of the Berry, I, and Mortal Man. Is that seven? That should be seven. Uh, one, two, three, four. I think that was six. Yeah. No, Wesley's three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mortal Man at the end? So you Mortal say- Mortal Man, I, Black of the Berry, uh... Oh, you're right. All Sorry. Right, you. The U and the I are so small that they just they yeah, disappeared yeah. from me. Okay. King Kunta. <laughs> so, yeah, you had seven. Yeah. So, six of those were in mine. Okay. So, I had King Kunta. I had you. I had All Right. I had The Black of the Berry. I, Mortal Man. I just didn't have Wesley's Theory. Okay. And I've noticed about myself throughout doing this, I have a real hard time of choosing an intro track That's fair. as a standout. Across the board, I'm looking at these. like I just, It just happened with Watch the Throne. No church in the wild. I was ready to leave it off. It's something about it. I think it's because I'm so ready to like, it's like the beginning of the album and I haven't really settled into it yet mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to choose it as like a standout already. It, it sets the tone, bro. It does. You're right. <laughs> it sets the, think about, think about right. a lot of the intro. People come out with it now. You're right. And I You're think right. low key with intros, Meek Mill kind of set the standard. He did. He did. You People have been I mean? trying to like redo that for he, for years. years even him he's been trying to redo it himself you know it's, it yeah. won't happen but like i yeah. think he, intros okay. aren't taken for granted anymore okay so you had six uh in common your out of your seven six of those were in common with my nine cool. the ones you didn't have that i have these walls Man. how much a dollar costs and complexion so we'll do yours first because we did mine first last time <laughs> so. uh i'm willing to add wesley's theory I'm willing to add Wesley Siri. Okay. It does set the tone for an incredible album. It's a dope song. He comes out swinging, like it's fast paced. I'm okay. Uh, I'm willing to add Wesley's Theory. Okay. So we have seven in common and three on the board. Now don't you don't have to feel like you you have to choose these. Remember, like we can it. just I get it. I got you. I got you. But I'm gonna be honest with you though. Uh-huh. You said it was complexion. How much a dollar costs in these walls? Oh, how much these dollar costs in these walls? Yeah. I thought you said complexion. I did, yeah. Complexion, how oh, much okay. a dollar costs oh, in okay. these walls? Okay, got you, got you, got you. Oh, so I guess, uh, let me, so, 
Make a case. Make Complexion a case. had Rhapsody. Let me let me just state and some of the facts. Crazy. She did. Uh, and this was, let's see, To Pimp a Butterfly came out in 2015. So this is before Layla's Wisdom. This is before Eve. She this was, is my first people, exposure. if you like really knew, knew, you knew Rhapsody, but like she wasn't known. And this was one of the first like mainstream albums where people were like, like she got some shine. This made me look into Rhapsody. Uh-huh. This is when I uh-huh. found out she existed and she came out with a bang. Continue. My yep. Uh, how much a dollar costs, I'm willing to let go. It kind of snuck in there. Um, I personally like it, but I can see how it could not be a standout for some people. I just really like, you know, these thought provoking songs, the and that's what how much yeah. a dollar costs. Yep. These walls, like the vibe, like it's all about the vibe for these walls. Like it's, oh, if these walls could talk. Like it's, it's, oh, that's man. That's all good. We gonna vibe to that song like thirty years from now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We gonna tee up to that song yep. with a little step yep. that Kango has. So I, I'm willing to let go of how much a dollar costs unless you really want it. Complexion and these walls, I think we should actually consider. Complexion is probably your easiest argument. Okay. Because I really, really considered that one. Okay. But I thought I was going overboard with this list. No, nah, look. That's what I'm saying. There, was- there is no overboard. <laughs> like it's especially for this. Like if you had chosen. Nine or ten songs off of let me just shade an album real quick. Um, off of Invasion of Privacy. If you had chose nine songs, I'd have been like, All right, bro, we need to rethink you this. You have to cut the camera on that one. <laughs> I'd be like, All right, all right, let me talk to him. Right, but right, right. to Pimp a Butterfly, like it's it's inarguably one of the best albums we've heard in the past 10 years. So, yeah, it, yeah, it has nine or ten songs on there that stand out, but so yeah, you, you can't go overboard with that one. Some of them you can, but um. Okay, so you said complexion. You agree with? I agree with complexion. These walls is a smooth joint, but it wasn't. It wasn't in consideration for me. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm. I'm. It's gonna. I, I feel like it's gonna be a, a sleeper, but I don't think it should be in. Uh, okay, I'm fine with that. I'm in. fine with that. Yeah, I okay. think it's gonna be a sleeper. Like when we get older, somebody bring that back. Like, dang, why weren't we paying attention like right, that right. to it? But like. As okay. of right now, I can't really give it that because I I slept on it when it first came out. Mm. I'm, I'm be honest with you because mm-hmm. I didn't really. I used to skip over that song a little right. bit. Other than the cohesiveness, yeah, I used to like skip over it. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Or if it's That's on real. shuffle. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So, uh, just because we spend a lot of time and we're still in the first matchup. Dang, my bad. So no, it's not your fault. So we got. Seven songs from Watch the Throne. Niggas in Paris, Otis, Gotta Have It, New Day, Who Gonna Stop Me. Uh, wait, that's only... I'm missing some. That's just five. Uh, you... Oh, Ham, No Church in the Wild. Oh, Sorry. yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, versus nine songs from To Pimp a Butterfly. King Kunta, You, All Right, Complexion, The Black of the Berry, I, Mortal Man, Wesley's Theory. Okay, so that's that's eight actually, eight songs. So what's the better batch of songs for me? Look, for me, niggas in Paris and Otis, like rapping wise and like entertainment wise, can stand up to to a lot of songs out there. They're, those two are some of the best hip hop songs we had. But if you just take this batch of songs by Kendrick, King Kunta, all right. And like Mortal Man and Black of the Berry alone could go toe to toe with like anything from Watch the Throne. They they not going. Watch the Throne was like a playful 
yeah. you know, stunting, you know, uh-huh. how don't get me wrong, real good, but man, you you hold them two categories yep. up toe to toe. Yeah. I mean them two uh track lists up toe to toe. Watch the throne can't handle that. Yeah, that's it doesn't. Like, Nah, that's okay. not even. We not even gonna spend a lot of time yeah. on that. that like, okay, and that's that's what I content. figured would happen. Too yeah. much content. Bro. So too many messages. Bro. Right. Come on. So to Pimp a Butterfly takes the lead two one. Yeah. It only needs one more to officially move on. Gotcha. Cohesion. Come on. Um. <laughs> right. So I talked about last week about Watch the Thrones of Cohesion. The production alone, super consistent, start to finish. Two of the best rappers of all time teaming up to rap about wealth, success, power, pushing each other out of their comfort zone. Um, and it stays that way throughout the length of the album. But I've said this on the podcast and in person. I truly believe that Kendrick is the greatest conceptual rapper um, of our time. Like the, him being able to craft a concept for an album and like 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 execute that so perfectly he did it with good kid mad city he did it with to pimp a butterfly he did it with damn um not only did the lyrical themes of the album carry throughout but the poem that he weaved throughout the album in parts that kept getting longer and longer until at the end he did that whole tupac reveal where he was like reading the poem to tupac and then interviewed to like Jeez. That entire device is just incredible. And you can listen to this album straight through, no skips. I think it's I think it wins cohesion. Cohesion. Everything you said and more probably things that we not even thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just felt like you can tell this is an art. Like yep. this is an artist. This is not a rapper type situation. Right. Like that stuff was like beautifully crafted, man. Hands down to Pimp a Butterfly. I don't yep. have you said it perfectly, bro. Ain't too much to say about that, man. Yep. So killed it, bro. It officially wins three to one. It, it moves on. Um, we can talk about legacy. Um, I I don't think I don't think Watch the Throne stood a chance legacy wise against the Pimper Butterfly. Cultural impact. Cultural impact alone. Like he dropped this album. Um, twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Uh, it became a lot of songs on this album, especially All Right, became an anthem, anthem. for a movement, for our culture. He pro- he was providing a voice for a lot of people when many of us were beginning to like speak up against the injustices we faced. Kendrick was like forefront as far as the artists were, like kind of helping to lead that charge. Um, it's widely regarded as one of the best albums he's cre- he's he's made, and one of the best albums created this decade. Um, as far as the critic scores, it got the highest. As far as the user score, it ties for the highest. Like its impact was so large that it will never be forgotten. It's empowering. It's radical. Um, and I think, like, Watch the Throne wouldn't have won Legacy either way. No. So. No. No. Okay. So to Biffa Butterfly moves on to the next round. Like we all knew it would. Y'all ain't. Y'all Let's move on to the four-five matchup now. I think. I, I thought before like doing the research for this, I was like, this is gonna be a tough matchup. Coloring book versus invasion of privacy. I was like, I could see this being one of the like toughest ones to combat Listen. out of all of them. And then when I did like my individual research, I was like, oh, it's it was actually kind of close. Like it came down to each to each category for me, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um so coloring book released by chance in May of 2016, his third mixtape. Um 
Invasion of Privacy came out in April 2018, Cardi's debut. Success, Coloring Book has sold at least 500K. Mm -hmm. Invasion of Privacy has sold 3 mil. So Invasion of Privacy blew Coloring Book out in the first round to go up 1-0. Now, Coloring Book kind of had an unfair advantage. That's what I was about to be. Well, Invasion of Privacy had an unfair advantage because Coloring Book didn't didn't go up for sale until much later mm. than when it was released but the fact that it had sales it had to it had to be judged on that if it didn't have sales i could have given it the friday night lights treatment where we talked about downloads and conversions but it did he did put it up for sale and so you had to go by those numbers so invasion of privacy wins the first round achievements let me just read some of these so grammys Color and Book has won one Grammy, has one Grammy album nomination and one win, two Grammy song nominations and one win. So two for three. Invasion of Privacy has two Grammy album nominations, one of them being album of the year and one win, two Grammy song nominations, one of them being record of the year and no wins. So one, one for four. Bodak Yellow was also nominated twice the year before. Yeah, that's the that but no wins. Long, oh, really? <laughs> Didn't win. So I thought this one was close. I was out for a while. It was. So I thought this was close, but I gave the slight edge to Color and Book on the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, Billboard. They create a whole category for it. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, they right. bended the rules. I exactly. Guess. That's another better way to say it. Um, Invasion of Privacy debuted at number one. Spent a hundred weeks on the Billboard 200. And it's still on the charts today. Mm. Coloring Book debuted at number eight and spent 125 weeks on the Billboard 200. So I gave the slight edge to Invasion of Privacy for that one. So it's kind of tied going into the records. Coloring Book was the only album to chart on the Billboard 200 just on streams. Mm. It was the first streaming only album to win a Grammy. And those are, that's the end of the records. Now let me let me discuss... Invasion of Privacy's records. Oh, I know this finna do numbers. Women be coming out. They be supporting they look. They, they women, man. Thirteen songs. Yeah. On the Hot 100 chart, twelve of them charted at the same time in the first week. <laughs> twelve. She took over, bro. She became the first female artist to have all the tracks from an album certified gold or higher. She became the first female rapper to win Best Rap Album as a solo artist. And the first female rapper with multiple number one singles on the Hot 100 chart. The longest charting debut album by a female rapper on the Billboard 200. The most streamed album by a female rapper on Spotify. The highest ranked album by a female rapper on the Billboard 200 decade end chart for the 2010s. Okay. The largest on-demand audio <laughs> streaming week ever for an album by a woman. And it has spent the most weeks on the Billboard 200 for a female rap album. I gave this round to Invasion of Privacy. Easy. Yep. Okay. So it takes a 2-0 lead. Did you did you want did you want to rebut? For I didn't, I didn't want to rebut for that one. Yeah. The numbers speak for themselves. Yep. I get it. I was there. Yeah, yeah. We, we we saw the impact. I was I was forced by my fiance <laughs> to listen to Cardi B. So That's real. I get it. That's the only reason why I already already had it all on my phone before right. I even right. had to do the research. List. Yep. So go ahead. Okay, so 2-0 lead for Invasion of Privacy. Now, standout tracks. Invasion of Privacy, I had six. I said Bickenhead, 
Okay. Bodak Yellow. Okay. Be Careful. Okay. Best Life. I Like It. And I Do. Uh, I had more. But that's only because... Okay, whatever. Whatever. I had Drip. Okay. Be Careful. Ring. And... And Barty at Cardi. Is that how you say it? Barty at Cardi? Yeah, yeah Barty at Cardi. Sorry. Drip, be careful, ring, Barty at Cardi. Okay. And then I had, so in order I had Drip, Bick and Head, Bodak Yellow, be careful, ring, Barty at Cardi, and Best Life. Okay. So that is in total, like, how many is that? Seven. So you had seven. I had six. We have four in common. Okay. Bick and Head, Bodak Yellow, Be Careful, Best Life. I had I Like It and I Do Left. You had Drip, Bardia, Cardi, and Ring. You didn't like Bardia or Cardi? I didn't think it was a standout. Okay. I didn't think it was a standout. I like it, but I didn't think it was. Like, if I, if I, okay. if I looked at all the songs, that's not one that I like. I would have chosen as a standout. I never thought I would be defending a song, but you didn't like <laughs> Drip. Wasn't a standout. Wasn't a really? standout. No. So I, I, I really okay. So here's the thing. It is very. T- I'm, I'm struggling with like trying to defend these songs because they all did really well, uh-huh. low key, and these are the ones that get stuck in my head because you can see like they are super repetitive songs, and then you have the repetitive crew as Migos in there. Of course, of course. And so like. I don't think I could defend any of these adequately other mm. than it just got stuck in my head. Okay. And I felt okay. like she was in her bag in this album. I mean, I, w- I will honestly say, like, for this to be her first album, she did super well. Yeah. And not just because of clout. I think she did way better than I thought she was going to do. Mm-hmm. I had a lot more respect for her. But if you break down each song, it's harder for me to, like, really... Like really defend it. You get what I'm saying? That's real. So and with that being said, I don't think I need to really defend any of these. You know what I mean? Okay. They don't they don't stand on their own well enough to mm. be to okay. really adequately defend and still sleep good at night. Okay. <laughs> so I will say, um I'm willing to drop I do. I personally just liked it with SZA and all oh, that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can't argue yours. Yeah, I don't like I do. Um I like <laughs> it though. I think that has to be there. It was one of the biggest singles off of this uh, album yeah, with yeah. Bad Bunny and that other dude, Jay Balvin. That's how I found that, it. That sample of, I don't even remember the what the sample is, but that like popular sample of that, you know, kind of like Latin yeah, song. What yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, this song probably still does numbers today. Like, I think just yeah. off of the success of I Like It, it has to be a That's standout. Fair. Like, That's other fair. than Bodak Yellow, it's probably the most popular song off the album. So that, that's why like, I, I feel like I Like It got to be there. And I mean popular by like, like does numbers, yeah, not like everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm cool with that. Once again, like, not crazy about. I'm not crazy about individual tracks on here. Uh huh. But I can't argue with like how it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. How it's yeah. done since it came out like what, yeah. two years ago or like 2018. Uh, this came out 2018 yeah. April. So almost exactly two years. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay, okay with that. So we got five in common. Bickenhead, Bodak Yellow, Be Careful, Best Life, A Lot of Bees, and I Like It. Um, <laughs> no, hey, was that intentional? I may give her one up if that's it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Barty at Cardi, too. Barty, that was another bee. That's a, that's a lot of bees. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> coloring book. I had seven. Oh, oh. Mm. No problem. Okay. Blessings. Same drugs. Mm. Angels. Mm. All night. Smoke break. Finish line slash drown. Those are my seven. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> I had I had seven, but we do not have the same seven. Oh, really? I have all we got. No problem. Okay. Summer friends. Mm. Mixtape. Juke jam. Oh dang. How great and smoke break. Did I say smoke break twice? No, you didn't. Smoke break. Dang. So we we both had seven, but we only <laughs> had two in common. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Okay. Let me go first this time. Okay. Let Let me go one at a time. I know you. Uh huh. All my life. Uh huh. Yeah. Bro, how great one cold. Yo, it, it was. It almost made the list. Jay I almost. That still I know. Put out an album. Probably by next week, I think it's, it's supposed to. We'll see. Um, I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to put how great on there. It literally, when I was making this list, how great was that number? Like, I had seven songs. It was about to be the eighth, and I was just like, that I was song, like, I was like, nah, I'll leave it off. I'll leave it off. That song was absolutely. I, I will give cold, you how great. Bro. I will give you how great. It was cold. Okay, I'll let you argue one. Okay, so we'll, I'm, I'm. That's really the one that I really wanted to make sure we agree okay. on because that's okay. my song off the. It is pretty great. Snap. No pun intended. <laughs> right. Um, I'm willing to let angels go. Like I, I don't. I'm willing to not defend angels. Yeah. I still. I let me preface this by saying I think all of these songs are good. Yes, they are. I will say. But when right. trying to discuss like the best songs from the album, I'm willing to let angels go. I'm willing to let finish line go. It was just the way that it like capped the album off. Mm-hmm. I really liked, but I'm willing to let it go. The ones that I really absolutely need to fight for: same drugs. That was a definitely honorable mention for me. Um, definitely, because turns out he wasn't talking about drugs. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> same drugs, and I think blessings. I think I think I'm going to fight for those two, but I'm I'm still even a little iffy about blessings. Let's let's same drugs. I think same drugs got to be there. Yeah, it's it's such a good song. Um, it's like it's chance at his most like like vulnerable and like emotional. Um and I think it adds like a really good element to the album. Um I think it's super catchy. Um it's a song that you will probably still hear. It's a song that if Chance does a concert tomorrow, he's performing same drugs. While he probably won't perform Angels, he probably won't perform Finish Line. Yeah. He might perform all night because it's kind of like an energetic song. Yeah. But same drugs, he's definitely performing. I think it's got to be on the list. Uh, I'll give you same drugs. I'll give you same drugs because I was that was really my honorable mention. Man. Okay, I really like that okay. song, man. And it, it and I did think it was just about drugs initially. Um, I'm still not sure what it's really about. <laughs> But I just gonna take his word for it. That's real. That's but I, real. I really liked it though. I really liked. It. I really liked that vulnerability uh, coming from him. I don't like all night. Was... Yeah, I'm. I'm not willing to defend okay, okay, that. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. So what is the one? Smoke break. You didn't like smoke. No, break? That, that was the one we had in common. So we we now have four in common. No problem. Same drug. Smoke break. How great. I'm willing to let all night and angels go. I'm willing to let finish line drown go. I'm even willing to let blessings go. You don't like no problem. You don't want no. No, problem. yeah, that's one of what we have in common. Okay, dang. Okay, why am I not hearing that? I think right. you said you had juke jam that I didn't have. You had mixtape that I didn't have. Um. Okay, what else? So what else? Lyrics. Let me break down. I had um, juke jam, uh, and that's mainly because how I liked 
I like Justin Bieber in that. Yeah, I, I it's a good song. Know it was him. I really like that. It song. almost made my list. And uh, it, it 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 felt it it leaned on that nostalgic uh-huh. uh element of it. Yeah. And so being from Chicago. Yeah, I I will give you Juke Jam. I, I can't give you mixtape. It was a good song, but it don't stand out to me. It don't me. stand out. It don't stand out. It's, so you didn't like Summer Friends. I did like Summer Friends, but it just it didn't stand out to me as much as the other songs did. It wasn't did. that long either. Like, That's true. And it was very That's true. Simple. Summer Friends is a good song, but it just, it didn't, I don't know, it didn't, when like, looking at the track list and listening to them over again, it just didn't hit me the way some of the other ones did. I lost a lot of uh, Summer Friends and um, mm. transferring different schools and not having a phone right. or social media. I really felt that. So that's why I put that yeah. on there. I was like, that's true. I'm, I'm <laughs> willing to give you Juke Jam for sure. Summer Friends. Yeah, I could give you Summer Friends too. I'll take I'll take off mixtape. I'm cool All with right. that. All I'm right. cool with mixtape All right. being off. All right. So now we have... I would have been okay if you gave up Summer Friends. But I get <laughs> I get why you didn't have it on there. And I get why I, would, I wouldn't mind getting it kicked off. I got you. Me, so. Um, so we got... Six for coloring book, no problem, same drug, smoke break, how great, juke jam, summer friends, versus five invasion of privacy. Bickenhead, Bodak Yellow, be careful, best life, I like it. What's the best batch of songs? I think I I mean this is no bias because we are from Chicago, right, right, and Chance. Um, but I do think his songs, content wise, what I personally can relate to, um, as a guy, mm-hmm. and we're going against um, Cardi B. It's a lot of club songs. These are a lot more songs like that catch my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I would have to go to Chance the Rapper with these, yeah. I think I agree. If you take the best songs from each of these lists, which I think easily is Bodak Yellow versus No Problem. Yeah. If you take those out, then like Chance's list is just, I think it's just stronger than what she has left. So I think that Chance gets this as well. Coloring Book wins the best batch of standout tracks. So it's 2-1 Invasion of Privacy. Yeah. Invasion of Privacy is up 2-1. Dang. Yeah. So, in order to win, Coloring Book would need to win Cohesion and Legacy in order to move on. Um, I will tell you, when I was trying to make this decision by myself, I couldn't do it. Like, I literally wrote down, I need to hear what Joe thinks when I got down to Legacy. So, let's start with Cohesion. Um, I think Invasion of Privacy is a fantastic debut, but I think that it falters a little toward the end of it. Like... I think some of the best batch of songs is like definitely in that beginning, it's middle. heavy up top. Yep, because she top. starts experimenting a lot toward the end. She had that through your phone song where she was like singing. That and wasn't it. it. Yeah, yeah. But it was it, but it wasn't it. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool for Exactly. But, but Coloring Book, like, it's so cohesive. Like, it keeps its central theme throughout the entire album and each song logically fits into the narrative that chance is crafting with coloring book and it's just you could listen to it straight through and not really feel bad about it so i, I think it wins cohesion easily i agree man i, I just think Nicki minaj really wasn't shooting for cohesion oh and cardi b I, I mean, cardi b what did yeah. i say you said Ooh, nikki I'm bogus. <laughs> I'm bogus. 
obvious. I meant to say uh, Cardi B. I don't think she was really shooting for it. I don't think she was looking for it. Uh-huh. And that's why it came out. It came out. It's very hard for your debut album, your first time making an album, and then take even more time to make it cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- that's something I'm not faulting her on. But in terms of this, you know, Chance is definitely not new to the game. True. Um, I think he puts a lot more time into like what he into the art of mm-hmm. it as well as an yeah. artist. Not saying that Cardi B isn't because she is definitely well respected and she's like had her workhorse year. True. You know what I mean? Uh, not Ty Dolla Sign or Tory Lanez type, but like she had that, has had that year yeah. where she was just working. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely don't take her uh, talent for granted. But yeah, I would I definitely have to give it a chance. Yeah, I, I agree. Have to give it a chance. Yeah, you so, got, got it on that one. Ty Series 2 2. Whichever album we think has the greatest legacy, we'll move on. <laughs> so, I couldn't choose here. I really couldn't. Really? So, I just wrote down some facts like of what I think about each album's legacy. And then I was like, we can discuss it. Because I couldn't make decisions by myself. So, I said, Color and Book is Chance's most polarizing album. And what I mean by that, it is the album that has the most people on both sides of the fence. You did get a lot of features. Yep, yep. But like, so there are a lot of people who really love Coloring Book, and then there are a lot of people who hate Coloring Book because they think that it's it's the same people who think Chance is like a sellout, an industry plant, and they're like, you were talking about all this different stuff on Acid Rap, and then all of a sudden you're talking about all this Christian gospel stuff on Coloring Book. So that some of the Chance's best haters, that is what they will use to kind to discredit Coloring Book. Um, because it was like a weird thematic departure from acid rap. Um, also, with the flop that was The Big Day, his most recent album, Ugh. I think in hindsight, I'm going to remember Coloring Book even more fondly because it's now it's like the last like great album we've gotten from Chance because he put out The Big Day and it wasn't really good. Right. Um, it's an album that you can come back to much more easily and play all the way through. Um, and I think in album form, it's the best representation of the rapper and the artist that Chance is now. Like, mm-hmm. if you think of like what is Chance the rapper in musical form, it's Coloring Book. While Asher Rap, he's not really that rapper anymore. You know what I mean? In the Big Day, I would say is not even the best representation. Nah. Invasion of Privacy. Um, it was a great debut. It was highly anticipated. Everybody was trying to figure out if like she could keep this going for longer than a couple singles. Like, is she bigger than Bodak Yellow? Can she do more? And I think she showed that she can. While it's well known that she didn't write a lot of her songs, oh, Partisan Fontaine, shout out to her ghostwriter. Um, this album showed us how versatile she is. She did do a lot of singing. Um, she was rapping all over the place. She had a lot of features. Sometimes they all rapped her. Sometimes she all rapped them. Um, she showed us the entire toolbox kept us wondering where she'd go next. Everybody is anticipating Cardi's sophomore project, and that is because of the strength of Invasion of Privacy, not because of like anything she did before that. So I think I think it's tough. Like it's it's like Cardi's like amazing debut versus Chance's last great album. Like which one is gonna have like the greatest legacy going forward? I couldn't choose. So what what do you think? And maybe we can come to a consensus um, here i commend you on the research you did for this one <laughs> my gut uh-huh 
my gut is telling me Cardi B. Really? Um, man, she swept like kind of like how I think it's like when you don't have as many options as the women rappers mm-hmm. out here. Yep. And I think, and honestly speaking, I think she exceeded expectation with this album. Mm-hmm. She experimented. And granted, they are wasn't like hit hits, but right. they charted like they were. They did. Um, they did. And they may not be able to stand up on their own as individual tracks, but as a as a like collective of what she did for her debut and what it did, you know, just being around black women. Mm-hmm. I think it, it will be spoken of longer than Chance, and I think it may be because yeah. Chance has. More projects that we can go back from and people can really debate like, is True. this really his best one? True. Like, this um, is all we have from this Cardi. This is all we have from her and she did above expectation. You're right. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think that should be taken into account. I think that, let's be real, we know a lot more Cardi, I knew a lot more Cardi B songs before the album even came out. Yep. I mean, by almost by heart, <laughs> yeah. unintentionally. Yep. It forced upon me. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. And I think, <laughs> I think if you were to sit here and ask a kid, "Have you heard these songs before? Have you heard these songs before?" If you sit here and ask somebody our age, "Have you heard these songs more or these songs more?" You know what I mean? I think Cardi B's song will last a little bit longer. I think. When that when her numbers are gonna do better, even when she's putting out more music, just because this is what they're gonna compare it to. And honestly, when I think of Chance, I think of Acid Rap. I don't think of Coloring Book. Interesting. When I think of Chance as a success story, I think of this because he has right. some really great features in here. Like True. you can tell, he is well respected. Yep. Um, but when I became like, yo, I like Chance. Besides you, you was talking about him since like high school. Right, right. But Tenday like, and all of that. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. But I was like, all right, Tenday was decent. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It was decent. But mm-hmm. then when I heard Astro, I was like, yo, he cold, cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so that's all I'm... And he still has some decent features on there. Don't True. get me wrong. Oh, Astro Rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just think that Cardi B, legacy-wise, she got this one. And that's tough for me to say. It is tough. But, but I, I think you're right. This, I think she's gonna definitely lose swept in the next round or something. I mean, but she's, numbers, she's about to go up against the Pippa Butterfly, so it's <laughs> yeah. The them numbers is gonna help her get a long way. Help yeah, yeah, we'll see. Way. We'll see. She, um, she, she, she could. I think she could take a category. Yeah, I think she can take a category. But yeah, definitely. I, okay, sleeper. I'm with you. You, you convinced me. It, it was very close to me. I just, I couldn't like by myself like make that decision. So I needed, I needed some extra help with that one. Yeah. So. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy wins Game 5 to take the series, moves on to the next round. In the next round, it will be the one seed to Pimp a Butterfly versus the five seed, or was it the four seed? No, the five seed Invasion of Privacy. All right. Okay. This, all right. All right, go ahead. Do the. To it. <laughs> the next one? Yeah, do the next All one. Right. The next one is about to have me catch a heart attack. The two seed, <laughs> Damn by Kendrick Lamar, released in April 2017, his fourth studio album, versus the seven seed, Take Care, released by Drake in November 2011, his second studio album. <sighs> listen, bro, I first, let's just establish, I don't even know how Take Care got to be a seven seed, but I am just. 
I was so torn Look. to this day. I think this category was probably the one I am most unsure about. It was tough. So when I when I did it myself, one one album won the first one, one won the second, one won the third, one won the fourth. It came down to the last category. Let's do this. Success. Let's do this. Damn has sold at least 3.137 million units. <laughs> This is about to be crazy. Take Care has sold at least 6 million units. Okay. So Take Care, 1-0 lead. Gotcha. Achievements. Grammys. Let's start with Grammys. Damn has two album nominations. One of them being Album of the Year. Right. And one win. Four song nominations. One of them being Record of the Year. And three wins. Got it. So that's four out of six. Take Care has one Grammy album nomination and one win, two Grammy song nominations, and no wins. Ugh. So, Damn is, is leading at the half by a lot. This is crazy. Billboard. Both of them debuted at number one. So, that's a wash. Damn spent 151 weeks on the Billboard 200. Take Care spent 366 weeks on the Billboard 200. But both of them are still on the charts. So Take Care's lead can only be attributed to the fact that it came out first. Right. It came out six years earlier. So it has more weeks on the chart because it, it came out six years earlier. Yeah. So they both debuted at number one and they're both still on the Billboard chart. So the only thing I could come down to with Billboard is it was worth noting that Billboard did a, a year in chart. So the year the album came out, at the end of the year, they did, these were the best albums from the year. Damn was number one on the list for 2017. Take Care was number three on that list for 2011. So I gave Damn like a slightly larger lead for Billboard. So it won Grammys, and now it's taking a bigger lead for Billboard. Records. Damn was the first non-jazz or classical album to win a Pulitzer Prize for music. Right. Which was huge. Yep. That's huge. Take Care. Topped a lot of lists, but it didn't set or break any records. Yeah. Wow. So I thought Damn ran away with this one to tie the series one to one. Okay. So it's a tied series unless you want to want to rebuttal for Take Care that it should win achievements. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was, come on, man. Damn. (laughs) So standout tracks. Okay, who you, who you, who's you want to do first? Uh, take Care is probably going to be longer, so let's do Take Care. Okay. So what, what were your standout tracks from Take Care? I'm going to highlight I the ones we had in common. definitely added some today. I had nine total for Take Care. I'll let you see. Let's keep in mind, it was also like an 18 to 20 song it was album. 20, 20, 20 tracks. 20 tracks? 20 okay. songs, sorry. Okay, so what you got? Over My Dead Body. Interesting. <laughs> you don't like it, bro. It's the intro. I'm telling you, every album. Interesting. Every album. All right, but I love sorry. intros. I and love it's a good intros. song too. I just don't yeah, know what it is. Okay. Intros. Okay. Go well, ahead. then put it second. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Over my dead body. Uh-huh. Shot for me. Mm. Headlines. Mm. Crew love. Okay. Clearly take care. Yeah, it's like I'm going in order. Marvin does room. sound like that. Uh huh. I'm not gonna put buried alive. Not under interesting. Our okay, I know. And that's the thing. It's yeah. Kendrick. All right. All right. And so here's the thing. Um, make me proud. Okay. Lord knows. Uh huh. 
cameras, good, good ones go. Doing it wrong, doing it wrong. How many am I? Because I didn't even want to count. I haven't even been counting. Okay, cool. Look what you've done. Practice the ride. That's it. Okay, that was a lot. Count, count those up for me. Okay. I'm about to I'm about to do it over. I did not think you were gonna have more than me. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm go, saying, ahead. Bro, go ahead. I absolutely love this album. It is. It I is absolutely great. love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Over so my dead up. body, shot for me, headlines, crew love, take care, Marvin's room, and then I went to ten is make me proud. I mean seven is make me proud. Um cameras, doing it wrong. Oh, my bad. I missed the real her. Sorry. I missed the real her. That's actually 10. Look what you done practicing a ride. That's 12. I counted 13. Dang, did I miss one? Maybe. Maybe I kind of got lost on the fingers. Well, all right. So just know it's. So you had like 12 or 13 out of 20 songs. That's how. This is easily Drake's best album ever, bro. Okay. Okay. That may be an easier argument than this. Than this uh, album. Okay. Right? I mean, than this debate. So out of those 12 to 13, we had... Let's see which one. We had seven in common. Okay. So these are the ones that automatically move on. Crew Love, Take Care, Marvin's Room, Lord Knows, Doing It Wrong, Look What You've Done, The Ride. So the, those seven move on, and those are seven of my nine. So there's only two that you didn't choose that I had. I did choose Buried Alive, Interlude. Although it's not... It's not. It's just Kendrick rapping on it. Yeah. I think it's it's still a standout because it, it is a standout. And and Drake should get credit for that on the album because he was putting Kendrick on. Like Absolutely. what? This was 2011. Absolutely. So this was it was Section easily 80. before Good Kid. I I don't remember if it was before Section 80. I feel like it was Section 80 came out in 2011. Yeah, let's. Right? I forgot I have the internet here. Let me look right, it up I'm real sure. quick. Or was it twenty? Section eight came out July twenty eleven. Yeah, it came out twenty eleven. So this take care came out November twenty eleven. Oh, well, so just like four out. months later, yeah. he he was putting Kendrick on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so I think it counts, and also had hell yeah fucking right on there. But just the the flow alone, I was like, yo. And then Wayne came through with a dope verse keep, too. We can't take Wayne's verse for granted. Definitely can't. I think so. I won't make an argument for practice. Right, let's put okay, that up. and I won't make an argument for buried alive interlude because I understand why you didn't put it there because I almost didn't. I was like Drake isn't even on this song. Yeah, yeah. But it was just such a good song and so important. But I'm willing to let that go. Okay. Um, I will. I will fight a little bit for hell yeah fucking right, but not a lot. You had you had more songs, so you say you won't fight for practice. Okay. Yeah, I won't fight for practice. So you had Make Me Proud. I thought about it, but it was it was better to me back then than it is now. Like when I listen to it now, I'm just like Okay, uh, that's fair. I listen to it a lot. It was actually my ringtone for my girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. No, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Right, 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 right. So, um, um I like Nicki Minaj's verse on there. Yeah, it, it was I mean, good. It was I, I good. Just, let me see. Let's move on to another. I may have to come back to that one. 
Okay, what, what I'm not giving you headlines. I would just say that's that right fair, now. That's fair. That's I'm fair. I'm not giving that's you fair. headlines. Uh-huh. It was it was a huge single back then, and I understand yeah. what you're coming from, but it doesn't hold up. I, I can't listen to that song that, now. I can't even if I listen to Take Care, I will skip headlines. I absolutely will. Mm. It's just not. It don't, and maybe I just played it out, but it's just I it don't do it, it for out. me. It don't do it for me. And today I played it out. So we're we're eliminating practice. We're eliminating take uh, uh, headlines. Man, you had a lot, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, how many are we cool? How many? So, we eliminated practice, headlines. It it just comes down to the point where... We can add Heifer. Okay. I didn't have the model one. You had Over My Dead Body and Shot For Me. I can can choose... So, here... Let's just do this. I like Over My Dead Body. Here are the ones that you have that are under debate. Over My Dead Body... Shot for me. Make me proud. Cameras, good ones go. Dang, you didn't like cameras. And the, those four, yeah, I did like it. It just, I, 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 honestly, at this point, I thought I had enough. So I was like, I, I was like, I can't choose all of these. Obviously, these all can't be standouts. But I did like cameras. Camera, I, I, I will give you cameras. I will okay, give you cameras. So let's say. So let's just take. So make me proud. Shot for me over my dead body. I'll give you shot for me too. I'll let go of shot for me. Okay, I think you should. And I oh, think you should. I like it's a good over, song, but I like over my dead body more than shot for me. Um I will I will give you over my dead body or make me proud. I can't give you both. I can't give you both. You gotta choose one. Personally, it, I think it, 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 I think Make Me Proud should should take it. Yeah, I think Make Me Proud, the Nicki Minaj verse, and it was it was a big single. Fun. It was a big single. I would take that one over over which one? Over my dead body. Yeah, over my dead body for sure, for sure. Okay, so we'll add Make Me Proud. We'll add Cameras. Good ones go. Yeah, you feel I'm cool, good about I'm cool, that? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. cool. I'm just thinking about it. So the it. so the full list. Is crew love take care Marvin's room Lord knows doing it wrong look what you've done the ride cameras and make me proud this is more than the whole damn album this is I yes. mean like the Kendrick Lamar's damn album yeah <laughs> so we're at one two three four five six seven nine and I think the Kendrick album was like 14. 13, 14 tracks <laughs> so I had six standouts for damn okay. DNA, yes. Feel, yes. Loyalty, clearly. Humble, fear, and God. Those are my six. I have those same ones. Then I had Duckworth, and then I had Element. Did you put Element in there? So you had the same six I had plus Duckworth and Element. Mm -hmm. I will absolutely give you Duckworth. I almost put it on there, but I didn't. I don't have. I didn't have Element because that brought everything together. Duckworth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I'll give you Duckworth. Um, I didn't have Element. Um, it just it didn't stand out stand out to me as much as the other ones. Um, but if you really want to fight for it, I could give it to you because I really did like that song. Okay, we can we can we can leave it off. Okay, we can leave it off. So we got seven songs from Damn versus nine songs from Take Care. Okay, Damn DNA Feel Loyalty Humble Fear. God Duckworth. Take care, crew love, take care, Marvin's room, Lord knows, 
doing it wrong. Look what you've done. Cameras make me proud. The ride. Better batch of songs. That's tough. <sighs> that is tough. Content wise, oh wait, content wise, I would give it to Kendrick. Dang. But there's so many more, like. I don't know if I can. I don't know. What's the better batch of songs? That Andre doesn't do it off, bro. Man. Uh, take out the best song out of both. That's what we did for the other ones, right? So, so the best song on Damn, I think, is DNA. DNA. The best song on Take Care out of the ones we have. And that is tough. It's either Marvin's Room or Liquid or The Ride. No, it's not The Ride. It depends on what we're talking about by best, I guess. See, yeah, it gets well, what do you think is the best song on Take Care? I feel like Marvin's Room is the most popular. Yeah. Let's let's take out Marvin's room. That doesn't help me much. So you have feel, loyalty, humble, fear, God, Duckworth, crew, love, take care. Lord knows, doing it wrong. Look what you've done. The ride. Lyrically, lyrically, it's Kendrick. It's Kendrick. Like it's. But, But we've also taken out most of the hits from Drake's, which would be his. His rebuttal there. I, I think Kendrick has it. I think Kendrick I, has my it. My gut tells me Kendrick has it. He can match up song for song and even song against two songs. <laughs> like like DNA. DNA is a good song. Humble was a huge song. Huge. He raps out of his mind on fear and feel. He's got loyalty with Rihanna that really like gives it a nice. That's a nice radio hit and it's a dope song. Yeah. God is amazing. Duck. Yeah, you're right. It I is. Think, take, I think not to take anything away from Take Care. Take Care. All those songs are dope, but it's Kendrick. Clearly, I thought even more. Person, personally, Kendrick versus Drake any day is going to be Kendrick if we're talking about rapping. Yeah. If we're talking about hits and like star power and uh, like it's, it's Drake. Drake is like the LeBron of my era of hip hop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or Kobe. Yeah. Whichever one you think is better or whatever has more staying power. Yeah. Always at the top. I, I say LeBron because he went to the championship like eight years in a row or whatever. Right. That's what I'm referring to. Like I think Drake is always going to be mentioned um, in this era of the past 10 years. He uh-huh. will always be mentioned as having a top hit, album, record, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, Kendrick. But Kendrick I'll give Kendrick yeah. this one. Yeah. All right. So. Okay, so damn goes up to one. Yep. Alright, so this this might be this might not be as hard as when I did it. When I did it by myself, take care of one. Really? Yep. Okay. Um because well especially because with standout tracks, it went to take care because take care had more because that's how we were judging it. Right. Um so this changes things. Cohesion. Um Take Care was a very long album. Smooth. Um, and it did have some songs that weren't as strong as others, although the standouts were kind of spread out throughout the album. Mm-hmm. But damn, another great concept. He had the whole, you can listen to it backwards, like reverse order or forward, 
and it kind of takes like a different meaning and it all fit with the theme that he was doing. It's consistent. I gave cohesion to damn. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Okay. So damn, damn goes up three one officially and wins the wins the matchup. It wins we the matchup. We can talk about legacies. Well, it, it doesn't matter. It's oh, best right. of five. That's but right. we can talk about it. Um I actually gave legacy to take care. Um, which is how Take Care ended up winning when I was doing this by myself because it also won Standout. So, Damn is not Kendrick's best album. No. Um, it's frequently labeled as overrated in some circles. A lot of people, I know, I I don't agree with them, but there are a lot of people who That's think fair. that Damn isn't as good as it is. Okay. I disagree. It was impactful upon release because anything Kendrick releases is impactful, but it certainly didn't hit like his previous albums. No. I think it's fair to say that. No. Take Care, however, is generally regarded as Drake's best project and his most complete body of work. By far. Whenever people don't like something that Drake releases, they wish that Take Care Drake would come back. And that says something about how they feel about Take Care. He needs to it, tap into that. It's the oh, album that he's forever trying to top. Like, if we had our way. If we had our way, we'd be like, you need to do better than Take Care. He obviously doesn't think that way. But it's held up wonderfully, and it's inspired a lot of artists um, and it was also the one and only OVOXO weekend Drake style track because he wrote a lot of the songs with Drake on that album. So I thought Take Care would take Legacy. So officially, it's a a three two win for for Dan. Right. Okay. It, it happened. It, it happened. happened. It happened. Wow that that yeah that changed the whole thing. That yeah. changed the whole thing. That, 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 yeah. That changed the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how I feel about Take Care being eliminated right now, but we got to move on. Man, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> shook. I knew I was going to be shook. I'm a little shook. I, th- I thought the, the standout tracks thing changed it, but like, it's, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. The last matchup of the Poverty's Paradise Division. Um, we got the three seed, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, November 2010 by Kanye, his fifth album. Igor by Tyler, the Creator, May 2019, his fifth album. Um, success. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy sold at least two million. Igor sold at least five hundred thousand. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy takes a one zero lead. Achievements. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy one Grammy album nomination, one win. Three Grammy song nominations, two wins. So it's three for four. Igor one Grammy album nomination, one win. No Grammy song nominations, no wins. So. Um, album wise, they're equivalent because they both were nominated for one album Grammy, and both won it. But the song wins give my beautiful dark twisted fantasy the lead. Both debuted at number one. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy spent 119 weeks on the chart. Igor spent 41, but it's still on the charts, so it doesn't seem fair to give that to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because it's obviously because it came out nine years before. So I consider that a draw. Records. Uh, no records for Igor. Um, for some reason, my notes got cut off here. Um, I don't know. I don't think my before dark twisted fantasy broke any records either. Let me let me see. I think I think my stuff might have got deleted because I feel like I had some stuff here. I wrote but my before dark twisted fantasy, and then there's just no words after it. That's crazy. Um, all right, so hold on. Let me let me check something. Um, 
I don't I don't it, I don't think it actually it might not have broken any records actually. So because because it wins the Grammy conversation, it automatically it automatically moves moves on for that category. Mm-hmm. Unless you can argue that Igor has more achievements. Uh culturally, yeah, but no. Not in this category. Right. Okay. So 2 0 lead. I think the biggest was uh, him coming out, I guess. That's a well, point. he did that on Flower Boy. Fa- oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> You're right. I'm so 2 0 lead. Yep. 2 0 lead. Standout tracks. Um, My Beaver Dark Twisted Fantasy. I had Gorgeous, Power, All of the Lights, Monster, So Appalled. Devil in a New Dress, Runaway, Blame, excuse me, Blame Game, Lost in the World. Nine songs. What'd you have? I had Gorgeous, Power, Auto Delights, Monster, uh, So Appalled, Devil in a Red Dress, uh, in a New Dress, uh-huh. uh, Runaway, and uh, that's it. Okay. Blame Game was an honorable mention, but I had seven. You had, yep, so you had seven, and we have seven in common, because I had nine. Okay. So all of yours, I had. So are you willing to make so an argument? So the two, blame game, lost in the world. I'm willing to drop lost in the world. That kind of snuck on at the end. I think it's a beautiful song, but I can see how it can be a standout. Blame game. It was my honorable mention, so I'm, I'm open to accepting it. Okay. Um, I think it was a really good performance by Kanye the Chris Rock part aside which is just a hilarious part of the song I think it's like it's such a concerted focused effort from Kanye on that song and and even like the way he's like talking back and forth to himself in it I just thought it was a dope song yeah so I'm cool with that okay so that's that's eight that's eight Igor I had six total (laughs) how many songs on now uh like nine or ten probably I had Earthquake I had I Think, I had Running Out of Time, I had New Magic Wand, I had A Boy Is a Gun, I had Are We Still Friends. What'd you have? <laughs> you laughing. <laughs> I think, did you not have any? I had Earthquake and What's Good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried with this one, man. Yeah? It didn't, it didn't it, hit for you? It didn't hit for me, bruh. I tried. I tried. And even then, I'd be like, even the two I chose, yeah. I was like... Look, look, I'll, I'll say this. Are you willing to argue for a few? Look, it, I will say this. It does not matter. Okay. <laughs> no no combination of songs from Igor is going to be able to beat a combination of songs from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fancy. You don't even, we don't even have to come to a consensus on this. I just did an eye test on this, but I was like, look, so this... Look. You could take three songs from My Beautiful Talk to the Fantasy and put it up against any amount of songs from Igor. And I think, like, give me Runaway, yep. Monster, and Power. And I think that could that could be Igor. So yeah. I think it's safe to say that <laughs> My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy sweeps because it's won the first three categories. Yeah. We can talk about the other two categories. Um, cohesion. It's it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Um, the production, the lyrical sharpness, it doesn't falter from start to finish. Igor is very cohesive, very strong from start to finish, and that's one of the things that Tyler is really good at. But it doesn't stand up to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh, so that would have been a four zero lead. Yeah, that was the first sweep. Now was that a, uh, legacy was that? Oh, three and six. Okay. Yeah, this is a three six. Uh, legacy. 
Igor's legacy is worthwhile to talk about. Okay. It's the album where Tyler's growth and progression as an artist was finally recognized by the Grammys because he yep. won Best Rap Album for this. Yep. Even though it was his least rapish album and it won him a Best Rap Album Grammy, which kind of says a lot about what the Grammys think about rap. Like they were willing to just give this category to the least rap album on the. So that's, you know, a little interesting. But it's the album where you could say Tyler finally found his voice as an artist after a few years of experimenting with Cherry Bomb and then kind of like sneaking some reveals into Flower Boy. But he's like fully like in his truth, I think, on this album. Um, but My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is on a whole nother level. Yeah. Personally, The College Dropout is my favorite Kanye album. Absolutely. But I recognize that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is Kanye's most important album. Like, it's his magnum opus, as they say. Um, it was a comeback album. After a year of seclusion, after the whole Taylor Swift, MTV VMAs mess, he kind of went off by himself to Hawaii or whatever, made this album with his friends. It was also his comeback album to rap, because his last album before that was 808s and Heartbreaks. So not only was he coming back to the game, it was his, like... His comeback to rapping, because a lot of people felt a way about 808s and Heartbreaks, even though I loved it. I loved it, but I didn't like it at the time. I get it. I get it. Um, I was too young. Yeah. <laughs> and so now, even looking at the albums he's released since My Beautiful Dark Twist of Fancy, Yeezus, The Life of Pablo, Yay, Jesus is King, which I didn't listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, My Beautiful Dark Twist of Fantasy is his last great album. Like, I, I liked Yeezus, but if you think about if any of them can stand up to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, anything he's released since then, I don't think I don't think it does. Like I think it's the last great album he's put out. Yeah. And where his career is trending, it could go down as his last great album, period. It could go down as his last hip hop album. <laughs> <laughs> right, his last great hip hop album. It could. Yeah, last great hip hop album. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I think it's Kanye as his sharp, at his sharpest. The production's on another level. It was inspiring. Like Songs from this album have been sampled more than 100 times by other artists. I, I think it sweeps every category against Igor. It was, a, it was sorry, Igor. Like it, it just shook out this way, but you had to go up against the beast here. I, I love Tyler Creator as a person, but as an artist, I'm not the biggest fan of Yeah. Um, so yeah, that show with the two songs I chose. <laughs> yeah yeah right right for sure i wanted to choose more but i was just like ah, nah. okay so um my beautiful doctor's fancy clean sweep five and oh um moves on to the next round so that's it for the poverty's paradise division in the next round we will have to pimp a butterfly versus invasion of privacy and we will have damn versus my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that's going to be a good God, one. I ain't got to be here for that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I put my work in. I ain't hey, got to talk about that. It. I, I'll that's leave gonna y'all tough. to it. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 